0: deserted, desolate, parched, arid. These are images that come to mind when we think of a desert. Jesus spends 40 days in the desert prior to beginning his public ministry, and he invites us to follow him there during Lent. In sacred scripture, the desert is understood as the symbolic opposite of the garden. The garden, like the Garden of Eden, represents communion with God, harmony with creation, abundance of life and peace. Since the fall of Adam and Eve, however, we experience life outside the garden. The spiritual wound left by original sin leaves our hearts with a propensity to sin Tradition calls this concupiscence. Original sin furthermore inclines us toward turning away from God, toward distrust in him, and causes us to suffer interior conflict and disintegration of our hearts and minds. Living day to day in the world allows us to easily forget and ignore these dark realities of our fallen nature. Left to our own devices, we often kid ourselves into thinking we can recreate on our own that garden around us when it's really just a giant facade. In a word, the devil himself has the upper hand in our lives unless we intentionally push back against him. And so Jesus invites us into the desert for these 40 days. Both the number 40 and the desert location have major biblical connotations. Moses spent 40 days alone with the Lord on Mount Sinai before receiving the 10 commandments. He then led the Israelites through the desert for 40 years before reaching the promised land. Other great figures like Elijah, Ezekiel, and Jonah, all spent 40 days in preparation for a great divine intervention. Wandering in the desert represents solitude and an absence of material comforts. It is in this context that we confront the devil as Jesus did. In the desert, our practice of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving expose our weaknesses. Every time we are tempted to pray less, to forgo our sacrifices, to give less of ourselves, we realize how broken we really are and to what extent the devil holds the upper hand in our lives. Forty days of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving forces us to face head-on the many temptations that often lie hidden, and the chance to confront directly the devil's lies and false promises. Wandering in the desert, though, is not easy, and involves great struggle, even suffering. The desert further implies an experience of God withdrawing his felt presence from us. We can easily question, is God really with me in this? Are my sacrifices really doing any good? Can I ever really overcome these temptations and inclinations? We may wish things were more like in the garden. And yet, amid the desolation, the temptations, the struggles, God is actually closer to us the perceived absence of God actually opens us to a deeper, more profound encounter with God. Because the more we confront the evil in our hearts, the more we resist temptation, the more we sacrifice, the more we learn to rely completely on God. And herein lies the ultimate spiritual battle that takes place every day in each of us—the choice to trust in God or to believe the lies of the devil. The whole fallen world is under the dominion of Satan unless we push back against him. The Catechism tells us that the history of humanity has been the story of dour combat with the powers of evil, stretching from the very dawn of history until the last day. Finding himself in the midst of the battlefield, man has to struggle to do what is right, and it is at great cost to himself. But aided by God's grace, he succeeds in achieving his own inner integrity. That inner integrity to which the catechism refers is the state of perfect communion, harmony, and peace in the garden and our ultimate destiny in heaven. During this Lenten season, Jesus invites us to take up arms in the spiritual battle through the weapons of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Our prayer should express total reliance on God. Our fasting should make us hunger for God. Our almsgiving should stretch our hearts to love more. And if we persevere in this struggle, we will experience reconciliation with God, healing and communion. Amid the wandering in the desert, the desolation, the dryness, We will, above all, die to sin, and God will purify our hearts, granting us the freedom that is found only in total reliance on him. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please consider supporting us by visiting stpaulparish.org. That's stpaulparish.org.